good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ungakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 2nd, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Konbawa, minasan. Or should I say konnichiwa? I, I guess konnichiwa. Uh, That's fine. Konnichiwa, <laughs> I guess it's fine. Well, how's everybody been? Yeah, how have you been? Every, what you guys been listening to? Let's start with you, Luna. Oh, alive, and it's been a very weird week. Should I should say the the day cannot talk today. It's been a very weird week for music, to be honest. Um, so I've been listening to Kodakumi. Big surprise! I got something special in the mail yesterday, so that started. I got the fan club edition, her My Name album. Super excited about that. And so her new one, XXKK, has, of course, been on my playlist. And also this week's Music Corner. And Arashi, for many, many reasons. Because, one, they're fantastical. And also been listening to a hip-hop group called Sick Chicks. And I went back to Benny. As Benny released an English EP under her name Benny Daniels so I'm excited I've been excited about that and I went listening to a lot of her older stuff which is amazing and I'm trying to think because I just listened to a lot of random stuff this week I was actually back listening to Shishamo I just felt like it and more Kodakumi with her driving hits remix albums and some Miwa and Renoa, and just whatever I find on Apple Music. Just discovering a lot of new artists. What about you, Gray? I have been listening to two things and only two things. This week's MC, which we will get to, and Da Ice. I'm still listening to Face on Repeat. I, like, I've got to the point where every day I have to hear the song Phoenix, Flight Away, and Damn It. Like, it's the trifecta. I have to hear all three of those songs at once a day. So I'm still listening to Face on repeat, and that's pretty much all I've been listening to. So, so I gotta uh, say, as we're hitting on near the season finale of 2020, are they on your top top list for artists of the year, or is Color Creation uh, still there? This is Color Creation's last year, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. It's gonna be tough to it's going to be tough to talk about uh i i will say at the bare minimum the ice will probably be in my top five Mm. so i i'll probably do artist of the year being color creation because this might be the last year but i don't know it's tough i've i've really fallen for these guys like i like their their vocals i like their music style uh and they have three other albums and i would like to get to them Sometime in the near future, I'm going to check those out. But we have like some other projects coming up. So I don't know when I'll get around to listening to more of their stuff. But yeah, no, I, I do love to ice. And to, I've been meaning to check them out for a long, long time. Because, you know, they would come up on the site and we would talk about them and, and stuff. Because so, I was familiar with the ice, but I never just sat down and listened to their music until recent. And then I was like... It's like song after song after song. I'm like, yes, this speaks to me. 
So yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you've been kind of hot on them ever since we started talking to them when we got a chance to on the on yeah. the Oricon. So like, they really hit my radar when I wrote that big piece on them switching record labels over to Avex. Mm. I, I really had that moment where I was like, I really should go back and listen to more of their music and i did listen to their one piece song dreaming on and it's really freaking good like really really freaking good and that's what really got me to go okay i'm gonna go listen and i listened to amp and then i was like oh okay this is a good song and then i was like okay let me just listen to their last album that they dropped which was face back in april of this year and i'm like like every song on there is good. Like there are some songs I like more than others, but every song on that on that album is pretty freaking good. So, but that's that's about it. What have you been listening to, bud? Uh, to be honest, not much different from last week. I've been listening to "Life Left Alone" by Tendre, and whenever you call by Odyssey, there's that. But there's just a couple mix-ups there. I've been listening to "Trouble Again" by Lucky Tapes. That's been really good. And then I went back to a couple things. I went to every little thing because all their stuff is up on the digital streaming sites. So I've been listening to every little thing every so often. And good old Naz. Naz, I'll go to the moon. So there's nothing too much that I've been listening to that was different from last week. But with that, let's continue on to the news here. And it's pretty much all me this week <laughs> so with that let's continue on to our first article and ahead of their upcoming single five member visual k band nightmare released the music video for their track ink on their youtube channel released on october 7th this will be a part of the group's 20th year anniversary and will be the latest release done by them since their personal best album earlier in the year and this will also be the first proper release done by the band since their hiatus back in 2016. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links and the music video in question on our site as well. Then continuing on up to singer-songwriter Arisa Takigawa announced that she will be releasing a brand new mini-album titled Prison on November 18th. To celebrate Takigawa's fifth year in the industry, this will be the latest release done by the vocalist since Wagamama back in March of last year and will be her second mini-album overall. This release will include five tracks, which are all written and composed by Takigawa herself. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links for Prism and the music video preview of Wagamama on our site as well. And continuing on up to popular five-member boy group Cubers announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Pinky Ring on November 11th. This will be the latest release done by the group since Major of Cubers back in June and will be their fourth major label single overall. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the pre-order links for the two editions and the music video for Yeah, Ore wa Kawaranai on our site as well. And I know you're pretty excited for this, Gray. The five-member vocal dance group, LOL, released the music video for their track Run and Go on Avex's official YouTube channel. Used as the advertisement song for the motorcycle company Suzuki's latest bike, the Jikusa SF250. This will be the latest track release done by them since Work It Out back in August. And it features a full-on drama, which has got to be 
a watch for fans. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video in question uh, on our site as well. Yeah, I definitely recommend going to check it out. It's really good. I, I really, really like it. And I, I do kind of like the little drama thing that they throw in there. It's it's pretty good. I can't wait till it gets released on digital. <laughs> and then continuing on up to singer slash songwriter Yu Takahashi announced that he'll be releasing a brand new album titled Personality on October 21st. This will be the latest album done by the artist since starting over back in October of 2018 and will be his seventh album overall. This re- release will drop with 15 tracks to and come with three editions. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the pre-order links for our personality and the music video for Jiuga Oka on our site as well. And then con- con- continuing on up to the supersonic duo Soko Naru announced that they will be releasing a brand new debut album on November 6th with JPU Records. If you guys don't know, they are a record label that that sells Japanese artists in Europe. So if you guys are in the European market and you guys want to buy Japanese music from the artists themselves, you can use this label and you'll get you'll be helping them out. It's actually really, really good. What's really good about this particular release is that the... CD that will be sold through GPU Records will include two exclusive bonus tracks that haven't been released before outside of Japan in any format. Inclu- and it will include a 20-page lyric, which is translated to English and Romanji. So it's really, really good if you guys are a good fan of them. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video for Lament Moment on our site as well. And then continuing on up to five-member Visual K band The Raid announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Sayonara Dakara on December 22nd. This will be the latest single done by the group since their hit Kamisama mo Sokoshi Dake and will be their last indie single. Not much known is known about the single at the time of reporting except it will drop with three editions, which you can check out all on our site, including the music video for Kamisama mo Sokushi Dake on our site as well. And lastly, after the release of their latest best of album, Hashtag Twice 3, popular Korean idol group Twice announced that they will be releasing a brand new single t- titled Better on November 18th. This will be the latest single done by the group since Fanfare back in July and will be their seventh single overall in the Japanese market. They'll release with three editions, and you can check out all that information about that on our site, including the music video for Fancy on our site as well. And with that, let's continue on to this week's music corner. This week, you have the reins, Luna, so why don't you go ahead? All right, yes, I do. So I discovered this artist actually recently through Indie as summit has a many many great artists under them and i chose maria maria for my music corner so she is a female rapper who is a part of the hip-hop group similab and she is currently signed under summit so she had joined similab in 209 when they first formed and as a part of the group each member releases their own work separately and maria was no different so she has amazing solo work and something kind of interesting is all the members of Simulab including Maria are half or mixed per their website and so Maria released her first solo work 
Detox in 2013. And then she did another one in 2017. And she recently dropped a new EP called Deep Float. And it just came out. So it's exciting to see that she's been with this group, this, you know, huge hip hop group since 2009. And she's been releasing solo works. And I just discovered her. So I was like, my mind was blown because she is a fantastic. So the composition in Maria's track show the laid back hip hop vibe that gives off a 90s Western flavor. And that's one of the reasons I fell in love with a lot of her music is not only is she an amazing rapper as she can, she mixes both English and Japanese so flawlessly and just that transition is fantastic. And it's that 90s style that brings me back as 90s style hip hop is a big thing for me as that was the era, era I grew up in. So I absolutely love it. And tracks like Set Me Free, Awade, Aware, Hip Hop's Ma, Far, and her newest one, Far Away, featuring Love Raw, are just great examples of that 90s Western flavor. And she brings that Japanese vibe to it, which fits so perfectly. And some of her latest tracks like, like that, featuring Frankie, switches between the Japanese and English just so perfectly the combination of the rap and her vocals just make it for a really nice track to listen to. And she's released a little bit harder tracks, I'd say, that really just scream Western hip-hop to me when I hear it. I'm just like, oh, this would succeed so well in the West because of not only the rap, the composition, and just everything she does with it, like Helpless Ho, which I love, tired and cold it just shows they just show you know that western feel and her rap skills are just amazing I cannot say enough about that I know she is one of those artists I do have to be into music to, the mood to listen to is she has a more laid-back vibe feel for rap and it's not really super dancey and I'm okay with that when I'm in the mood for it. And that's one of the reasons I really fell in love with her is I just was feeling that type of music, that laid back, chill rap vibe. And she gave me everything I wanted and more. And not just her rap, she has very smooth vocals that show in all her tracks. And she does a great combination of both of those. And it just shows that she is no one trick pony when it comes to hip hop. So she currently has two studio albums, Detox and Pieces, five digital singles, and her newest EP, Deep Float, released on September 30th. So they're all currently available on all digital platforms. I checked them out on Apple Music. And on our on our site, check out her official website, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. And her newest music video, Far Away, featuring Love Raw, also just came out. Highly recommend checking it out. It is an amazing song. And on Summit's YouTube page, they also have a little deeper dive into her newest EP, Deep Float, on there. So you can get an idea how all the tracks feel. I'm curious to hear what you two think of her as she has that interesting vibe that I know she's going to be hit or miss. But I think she has some talent and a lot of talent and I'm looking forward to seeing what she does in the future as well. But I'd love to hear what you two thought of her. Uh, yeah, no, she was a very interesting pick. And for me personally, it was a little hit and miss with some of the songs. Like there was just some of the songs I would listen to and they, I just wasn't feeling them. 
but overall like you could even in the songs i didn't like i could really hear her talent and her flow uh she's got really good cadence and she's an she's a phenomenal rapper like she's really really good at what she does i do think her rapping skills are slightly stronger than her vocal skills so and she leans into it i think she plays to her strengths uh most of the time and it really just shines through uh she does a lot of collaborations with a lot of artists like if you just look at both of her albums and like her singles and you know there's a you know it, usually there's a feat but beside a lot of them and so you get to hear a wide variety of music when you listen to her and so uh she but she's really talented and she does for the most part pretty good song compositions there's like i said a, a couple of tracks where i wasn't really feeling the song composition but by and large i felt like you know the song compositions for a lot of her stuff was done really really well and overall I, she wound up being really good like i listened to i started with deep Float, her latest ep and I, I will be honest i didn't like the very first track which is like that and I was, I was like, I was really worried like the rest of her music would be like that. But the, every other song on the track, I wound up really, really enjoying. So it was just like that one song, that one on, on her latest EP, I didn't wind up liking. So she's definitely somebody I, I would encourage, like if you pick her up and you listen to her, if you didn't like one song, try another because she, she has a pretty wide variety and you're probably going to be able to find something you like. Yeah, so she was also a fairly interesting pick. I'm going to say this straight out. I'm very harsh on female vocalists, and you guys already know that about me, especially when we do music corners. So with her, she was a very interesting twist where certain tracks, when she is in the mood and when she knows when to shoot her shot, so to speak, of everything that she has, they're actually really, really good. However, there are certain tracks that, Personally, I didn't feel the mood for some kind of like you, Gray, where it was kind of hit or miss with certain tracks. But when they did miss, it missed really bad for me, in my personal opinion. But when she did hit her shot, she was really, really great, to be perfectly honest. There was a couple tracks that I ended up really, really loving, and Spasa was one of them. And there was a couple others off of her first, uh, the the latest EP, Deep Float, which was Set Me Free. Set Me Free was actually really good, and I actually really, really liked that. But like that, especially with uh, Frankie, wasn't really doing me any, any good stuff. Anything with herself was actually really, really solid, come to think of it, when it was just her. But having the featuring artist it kind of threw things off of what she wanted to do, but that also could be just how the composition is. But there was just a couple of things that I was kind of just like, mm. I didn't know how to feel. Full Moon was all right, and that was like the other like big thing. I did enjoy Detox, though. Like I said, Casada was really good. White Sugar was, was all right, in my opinion. Empire. 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 Yeah, yeah, Empire was really good. One song I thought I wasn't going to like, but wound up actually really enjoying was God is Off on Sundays. Mm. Like that wound up being a pretty solid song too. Yeah, so I mean, she's she's an artist that like I said, when she hits a shot or when she's in her surroundings, so to speak, 
and she's feeling comfortable with everything that's firing on all cylinders, she's actually really, really solid. But when there's something that, well, personally, that I don't agree with, and, and it's it's mostly because I just have a very strong affiliate with female artists, and especially with this type of genre, you kind of go into that mix of fairly Western style. And it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to harp on that they shouldn't be imitating or making it their own or losing what the essence of J-pop is kind of thing. I'm not going to harp on that, but me personally, I don't listen to female-led R&B artists. And when you sound fairly Western, it's going to turn me off. And that's one thing that I ended up really hating. Because I want to like this artist. I really do. She has a very unique style, and I kind of was sad about that, so to speak. And I understand where you're coming from. I, with any artist that does go more toward the Western style, I can get that. Because, you know, you want the best of both both worlds, but you also want to hear that Japanese sound. So I totally get that. So I'm, I am looking forward to see what she'll do in the future. As I feel like she's very versatile. And I'm really interested. I'd love to see her switch over and do like a full Western. Yeah, and... You know, like like I said, and this is just mostly because how I feel about female-led artists. I mean, indie is exactly the same, but because I think indie style fits that in my personal opinion, but that's also because I'm more harshly on the, f- the female vocalist more so than a male vocalist. Oh, I, I completely understand because I'm the opposite. I'm harsher in male than female, so... I, we, we have that a little bit switched there. So, but I'm, I'm glad you guys find, found some songs you enjoyed by her and that, you know, you discovered a new artist who I feel like if it weren't for YouTube and also if it weren't for you throwing, you know, like getting me into indie, I never would have discovered her. And that's what brought me to her. A summit has some great artists under them. And I feel like Maria is one of them. And I'm going to be checking out Simulab now because she really got me going on the rap and I'd love to see where she started. But I hope everyone enjoyed Music Corner and find some songs they like by Maria. At least she is available digitally. Highly recommend checking her out there or YouTube. And let us know what you think. Uh, yeah, and thank you, Luna, for uh, picking the artist. It was a lot of fun checking her out. Yes, yes. Thank you very, very much. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys got some enjoyment out of her. Well, yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Archon here. And this was, I'm going to be freaking honest, this was a very dull week. Uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, it was a very sad week. It was nothing extraordinary, and it disappointed me. I was... With that, let's continue on to number 10. It is Whenever You Call by Odyssey. This will probably be the last time we'll see it on the chart for a bit before the album comes out. Had a good run. I'm not going to lie and say it didn't. It's been on the oh. the charts for three weeks. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had a, it had a great run. That, that, that album's going to do gangbusters. Like I said oh, before, you, you can find it anywhere at this point. Out of market. I bought a copy last yeah. week. Yeah, this week it sold a lovely 13,830 points. And going on up, it is Gorenge by Lisa. This is probably to hype up the album that is coming out next week. 
the album and the single. It doesn't really help that both uh, the single is being used for Yaiba, so Demon Slayer, so there's nothing there that you can help kind of garner that nostalgic feeling for Garinge anyway. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 14,131 points. And going on up, it's Kusui by Eito. Good for Eito because I was wondering if he was going to kind of drop off here. But once again, it kind of goes into that thing where, well, what's going to happen now? Is his next release going to be a hit or is it going to always be compared to eight by Kusui? So there's that. This week it sold a lovely 19,877 points. And going on up, it is condemned by Yunus Kenshi. This week it sold a lovely 20,015 points. And going on up to number 6, it is Hadaka no Koro by Aimyo. Good old Aimyo there. And this week it sold a lovely 20,553 points. And going on up to number 5, it is Hello EP by Fushihi Dandism. This thing won't die. I just like the people love the the hage apparently, so they do. They they love the facial the facial haired men. Yes, yes, they do. But this week it sold a lovely twenty three thousand three hundred and forty two points. And going on up to number four, it is "Make You Happy" by Niju. Kind of spurred up again after the announcement of the single, probably. So there is that. But this week it sold a lovely twenty seven thousand two hundred and thirty six points. And going on up to number three, it is. Yoru ni kakeru by Yaosobi. This is another song of the lovely things that I wonder what Yaosobi's gonna do next. It's gonna be compared to this for the next couple of releases, so hopefully it doesn't get overshadowed, so to speak. But this week it sold a lovely 29,904 points. And going on up to number two, it is Dynamite by BTS. And this week, eh, it's BTS, I mean army is going strong and yeah it's they've been popping up a lot as of late and saying that much but this week it's a the lovely 38,100 points and going on up to number one it is it's my life slash pineapple by v6 so what do we think about these tracks so i guess i'll start i actually really like the v6 ones I think It's My Life is a little bit stronger track than Pineapple, although I did enjoy Pineapple as it's more of an R&B-ish influenced track, but It's My Life was a really good, fun, poppy, dancey track, and the vocal work was fantastic. I thought their choreography in the video was good, but more than that, I really enjoyed the lyrics to it and the song itself. It just is something very good and meaningful and... I I greatly enjoyed it, and this is another reason I love V6, seeing them on there, and still seeing them churning out songs, is I remember listening to them back in the day, like, actually more than 10 years ago, like 15 years ago, so seeing them still going strong makes me so happy. Yeah, this is a very interesting, I wound up really, really liking It's My Life, it's very catchy, it's got good flow a good feel a good great energy to it I, I really wound up liking it's my life pineapple really surprised me because I, I was expecting um a lighter affair than what we got because it is very r&b influence and it's not a bad song at all but just like when i saw the name pineapple i, I was expecting something just different than what we got and it really threw me and 
that that really hurt my enjoyment of it but it's still a pretty good song i mean the guys do well with it they don't sound out of their element even though they don't do too many songs in the style so you know they, they did a great job with it pineapple is a good song overall but it just it really threw me i was not expecting it when i heard it and it, it just like got me but yeah it's still all in all it was pretty good and i'm glad to see these guys here so yeah i mean it was really decent in my mind v6 is also another one of those passing guards that like we Johnny's kind of doesn't know what to do with them. It's My Life Does Fit that Johnny's mold, but Pineapple was trying to experiment just a tad bit with that R&B style. But it was, in my personal opinion, it was all right. I didn't really like it all too much, but granted, V6 isn't my personal cup of tea, so to speak, over all of how they are. I'm more of an Odyssey person, so that kind of influenced my decision of the song and how I ended up enjoying it. But I mean, regardless, it sold fairly well. It sold over a hundred thousand. So, I mean, Johnny's machines at work there, but this week it sold a lovely 106,755 copies. And with that, let's go over to the albums really fast. So we got 17 again. We got Pentagon, The Universe at number 8. We got Twice going down just a bit at number 7. We got Mono Eyes between the black and gray, which I've been actually looking forward to. So good job, Mono Eyes. And Abracadabra by Butt Tech. I've been really looking forward to this album as well, so good job on them. We got Terra Flavor, which is kind of interesting because it was a surprise release. With that, at number 2, it is Stray Sheep with Yunezu Kenshi and Hinata... Hinata Zaka by Hinata Zaka 46. Good on them. Yes. yes. Okay, but yeah, with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. You can check out all of us on all the lovely social media sites on Ongakadu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at Ongakadu.com. You can also find us on YouTube at Ongakadu. Just look that up on the youtubes there you can also follow our affiliates curry hunter he is a retro and horror streamer this week he is doing or i guess this month he's doing his new thing called kyoberine which he'll be playing a lot of indie and not much known spooky games so you can check him out at twitch.tv slash cory hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also check out our other affiliate timber taff who is a variety streamer he was just doing toy story for the n64 the other day that was that was a train wreck to watch to be perfectly honest <laughs> but yeah you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timber taff t-i-m-b-r-t-a-f-t you can also check out your sister rose who does the Monster Hunter stuff. I've been kind of watching her here and there. And she's close to affiliate, so go subscribe to her or follow her at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-C-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also follow our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name. She is a variety streamer who does all the lovely things with the Zelda community, so I've been having good talks with her on Potasaurus. But you can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname. F-A-N-G-I-R-L 
H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And as alluded to earlier, I am on a video game podcast called Podasaurus, where we talked about all the lovely things of the gaming world. We talked about The Last of Us 2, Breath of the Wild. We talked about Microsoft buying Zenimax Media. We also talk about does does guided gaming ruin your enjoyment for gaming? So if you want to hear me, Kyo, and Timber's Opinions on that, go check it out. Just look up Koryu Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You should find it there. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I am talking about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Bang Dream, the NBA Finals, Bang Dream, the NFL for that matter, and did I mention Bang Dream? Bang Dream. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakaGray where I'm tweeting about what I'm playing, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, all that fun jazz. I just started playing Genshin Impact this week and really enjoying that. So uh, if you want my thoughts and opinions on that, you can follow me there. And you, Luna? You can find me on my anime list, Anime Planet, Twitter at and Letterboxd at LunaMaria87. And you can find me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. The horror season is upon us, so be prepared on Letterboxd to see nothing but horror movies rated. And hopefully on Instagram, you will start seeing more scary movie posts from me because this is my time of the year. Get spooky. I'm ready. You're going to grab your cat? I should, but she's sleeping (laughs) upstairs. But if you go on Nerdy Collector Luna's Instagram, mine, you can see my cat, Spooky, who, it's definitely her holiday. I bought her a haunted uh, kitty house I need to post. And our house is fully decked out with lights. So stay tuned if you follow me. But yeah, with that, I want to say once again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will catch you next time. Jamatane. And this is Gray. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye bye.